Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I am not Kathleen. No, you're not. Do you do you want to introduce me? You can't say your own name. I I mean, I don't know. You're Andrew. Okay, yeah, that's fine. My husband. Yeah, that's that's acceptable. Cat is out. She long COVID, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Numbers are high. Numbers are high. <laughs> Just wear a mask. It's not that difficult. <laughs> And this week we are covering The King of Kong, Mm -hmm. A Fistful of Quarters. Mm -hmm. I've been asking for this one for a while. Since since you started, I think this was what I said, is I want at least a handful of episodes to discuss my passion. Well, you got a year, so. (laughs) (laughs) This was all you came up with. (laughs) Finally, yes. This is is where I had to put my foot down and said, this is it, damn it. (laughs) This is me. Uh, before we get into all that, all of the info for our socials are in the show notes. And if you would like to donate a, to us through PayPal, our email is doctobepod at gmail.com. So let's just get back to this. Mm-hmm. Luckily, since this is a little older, I was able to find it on YouTube for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could also purchase it. But or I watched it as well yes. on a drive home. I didn't. I just, I've rather listened well, rather I like than watched. The but. free one came up before. Oh, yeah. The purchase one. I mean, but. <laughs> I believe we own a Blu-ray copy and a I don't DVD copy of this Why? film. I just, as a avid collector, that's part of what I do. <laughs> uh, it was like three bucks on Amazon, I think, three or four dollars. I paid a substantial, large amount of money oh for these God. when they came out. So, were we married or? Uh, no, not okay. when I had these. No. Okay. <laughs> I believe I got these. I don't want to know my hard work well, I mean, went towards it. If, if we're going to go into backstory on these, I actually watched this. This is the first and only documentary I've ever watched in a theater <laughs> with a live audience. Q&A afterwards. Oh, uh, no wow. Billy Mitchell. Sorry. No Billy Mitchell was there. Steve Wheatley wasn't there either. It was literally just some sort of a weird panel. They wanted to have a discussion afterwards about how you felt about the documentary. Uh, I filled out a questionnaire and... That was about it. I think I got a uh, Donkey Kong sticker, which I immediately lost. A sticker. <laughs> um, well, it was like it was basically the cover art of the oh, okay. DVD, the little basically Steve Weeby's back up to the Donkey Kong machine. But that's not here nor there. So I mean, that's. <laughs> but this is the. But only... I mean, that meant something that you still remember. Oh, I, I was, it was because it wasn't so much the documentary, because I think the documentary, especially now rewatching it, is not as good as I remember it back then. Um, but, you know, I, I think it was more the experience of with the group of friends that I went with and alcohol was involved. Yeah, there we so go. There we go. That took a while to get it, to it. So it was really good. <laughs> Start uh, with the alcohol. The King of Kong is directed by Seth Gordon, who helped produce Finders Keepers. Which we've you you and I watched that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered that on episode thirty-two earlier this year. It opened with a limited release in the U.S. on August seventeenth, two thousand and seven, in five theaters. But by September 9th, it had expanded to thirty-nine theaters. That's when I remember watching it. Yeah. The DVD release was on January twenty-ninth, two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. seems like really soon right after. after Christmas. Well, I mean, it's again. I know, right this, after Christmas. There goes your Christmas present. This was not a, a, a. I don't. I didn't see many people frothing at the mouth to <laughs> have this in their collection. We start off with Billy Mitchell, who will later complain about how the film was edited to make him out to be a bad guy. He is a bad guy. We'll get into later things that happen, <laughs> and I don't think it's just the editing. I've. I, I've. I've. He just seems like an obnoxious person. Like I've met Billy Mitchell in person. He was kind of an asshole. I mean, it was a in passing thing, and he was just kind of oh well, well, just kind of shrugged everybody off. I mean, I don't know what he was really doing, but it was an in passing moment, and he was not a very nice man. Which is weird because we worked with a Billy Mitchell who was incredibly was nice, it, yeah, <laughs> and also had long hair. It was weird. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's a very like common name, apparently. Yeah. I mean, there's a Billy Mitchell Road. Um, and I know what you're thinking. What does this have to do with crime? And all I could say is check out the hair and the fashion. Well, <laughs> I mean, there is... So it's not really stated in this documentary. There's no real crime, per se. But the aftermath that led after this, there's a lot of... 
there's lawsuits. Yes, and, and I'd say like falsified maybe information. Morally, yeah. I mean the whole the whole premise of, of the documentary is Walter Day stating that you know uh, basically that they want to see the good in everybody. The good and everyone's everyone in this community is a good person. It's a lot of you put it, your trust in yes, people. Yes, and then and look what happened now. If, yeah. I, I think I believe I don't know. Don't off the, get too far. Okay, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it till we get there. So, but let's just say that not everyone is a nice person. So Billy is in the back of a restaurant kitchen, and I was shocked to learn that his family owns that fucking restaurant, yeah. and he's not, in fact, cosplaying as a TGI Friday waiter. No, the chicken wings. <laughs> they make chick. They have chicken wings. I believe he has his own sauce. Yes. Oh, hold on. Good. Yeah, I checked out Ricky's in Hollywood, Florida. Mm-hmm. It's rated four point four stars. Not, the only oh wait, out of ten or out of five? I believe out of five. Okay, well that's decent. On Google, I think that's five. The only complaint I saw was that the wings were a little small. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. And also, one of the things they bring up on their own website is that the restaurant has no windows. That's supposed to be a plus? Yeah, that's some... I've, what the there, fuck? There's another... And we talked about this before we earlier. Um, there's an MTV True Life I'm a Gamer... I don't know if that's. Yeah, I was gonna. Would you consider I that, that, a do- that I don't know. If the, I don't know if that's a it's, documentary. Yeah. It's a docu series. It's a docu series. I was gonna ask you about that at the end. It's very, but the, it's. I'll bring it up now because it's relevant because it really goes over his restaurant and they kind of oh, give you a little tour restaurant. of it. it was his or, parents well, started it. You know the what I mean? Chicken he, wing he, sauce he, recipe was his. According mom's. to it, they come to him because he's Mister Pac Man. That's why they go there. They go there to see Mr. Pac-Man. I was well, like, I mean, no, yeah. they go there for the food, and <laughs> it's probably a decent food, and nobody really gives a shit that you have a Pac-Man score, because I could probably go right now and knock on ten doors and ask them, hey, do you know who the championship of Pac-Man is? And they'll slap me in the face, tell me to get the fuck off their porch, because <laughs> nobody cares about the championship of Pac-Man. But neither here nor there, that little docuseries covers a little more about Billy Mitchell's restaurant tour life and i remember i think that's where i kept confused because when we were watching i was like what's the restaurant part i remember there being a restaurant part in this oh no that was the other thing that i watched and that was like oh yeah chicken wings and i was like they oh, also that's... have like lobster and... yeah, things you really go to florida for lobster well i mean it's i guess seafood least, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, that was it's it's. I don't want to go to Utah to get lobster. <laughs> anyway, um, we are also introduced to Steve Weeby, who is going to be like the other main guy in this story. And not only does he look like a boring high school teacher, he is science <laughs> teacher, right? Yeah, it says science, but then it looks like he's in a math classroom. So uh, I think he, I think it's just. But a, I feel like those could go. It's a small town. Like or if something. you yeah. could teach science, you could probably teach math. Like yeah, one of those. it may have been like. I don't know, chemistry maybe? I don't know, I didn't really say. Or if I did, I didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) We get some opinions from a bunch of fucking nerds about how great video games are. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, no, I'll I'll admit, yes. I really wanted to slap the guy who was like, I don't drink or do drugs. Video games are my addiction. (sighs) Yeah, there's there's a... Some of the best memories (laughs) I have... Is like there's just a being hand, high and drunk and playing games. There's a handful of guys on this that I guarantee you have never felt the touch of a woman and never will. And they're Maybe okay they with it. No, they're okay with it. I think that's there's yeah. Like I said, so there's a there's a couple people. Pillows. Yeah, there's a couple people that I'm like, oh man, this guy is oof. Like I, I consider myself a video game nerd person, but. There are limits, and I've never gone to those limits yet. What do you mean yet? See you in five years. (laughs) I don't like that. We meet Walter Day, who just seems like a dude that just wants everybody to have a good time. Yeah, sweet man. Awesome guy. Really nice. Again, uh, that's a place that I met. sweet licks on that guitar. Place I met Billy. I met Walter. Walter was a very nice guy. Shook my hand. How's was it going? Was he wearing the ref jersey? Yes, he was. Oh, my God. I believe when I went, I think there was some kind of thing they were doing. I wonder how many of those he has. Referencing that. Uh, I don't know. I just know that he was a I very... you going to really answer. No. <laughs> was that part of the Q&A? <laughs> uh, 
they asked. I mean, no, they didn't ask those kind of. They were mainly. I think it was really. I think the theater was asking these questions, if I recall. But that's. Um, oh, he was a very nice man. Very nice, uh, uh, well spoken, cordial. Shook our hands. Hi, how's it going? I was like, oh, we. I remember you from the documentary. He's like, oh yeah. He was telling us like the documentary was real fun to do. They were shooting a lot of stuff. Got the name Twin Galaxies out there, which. If you haven't visited that website, visit it, because it looks like it's from 1997, and it still looks that way. It is slow as fuck, I will tell you that. Did you go, you went to yeah. it? Yeah. Today you went to it? Yes. Okay. This is getting ready to pull it up on my phone. I'm like, how old <laughs> well, is this? Well, on the laptop, it was slow. Um, and then Billy comes back to compare himself to the Red Baron? I wasn't sure. And he also slyly lets us know that he knows the name of the top American pilot in World War One. He was like, you don't know it, do you? I do. Cool. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, that's all he is, is he just wants to one-up everybody and show how smart he is. So, very quickly, Billy basically got into games around 16 because they saw everyone standing around the video game cabinets watching people play, and he wanted that attention on him. Mm-hmm. Which is the theme of this film. And I quote, everyone was standing around the Donkey Kong machine, and I wanted that attention. Again. <laughs> A theme of this is Billy wants the attention. Yes. Yeah, I thought that just said all we needed to know. Yeah, there's a, I believe there's a magazine spread that actually has all these guys from their first competition. Oh, I was going to, yeah, kind of get into that. Sorry, sorry. I I know you're, it's your, it's your show. It's your show. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I'm just here. I'm just here to enjoy, but. This is why it's been a year and you haven't been on I know, because my knowledge is very extensive (laughs) of the subject, so I'm trying to like backseat it and it's very hard it's gonna be two hours Gosh. <laughs> part one of seven saddle up kids should i just go you just sit, <laughs> I'll just sit here and talk to myself and then i'll take the headphone and walk to the other side so it sounds like i'm coming in both sides of the air no let me rebuttal to this and then walk across or you could just put the mics next no, why are you gonna walk no, around because, the tape because okay, you know what nope we're moving on He was curious if Donkey Kong had a recorded high score and got into contact with Walter at Twin Galaxies, which was this arcade in Ottawa, Iowa, that recorded scores. Mm -hmm. Also, Tom Arnold is from... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Walter told him the highest score he knew was 1.4 million, claimed by Steve Sanders. And there's going to be a lot of, like, quickly get through stuff, because there's so much backstory on every little thing. Yeah, and they don't really cover it. There's, no. It's funny, because there are other, I don't know if there's other documentaries, but there's other docu-series things or YouTube videos. There's yeah, well, tons no, of there people is that like, cover these. Was it, like, Man vs. Snake, where it's mm-hmm. some of these people are in that? Yep. And there's Yeah. Yeah, it's a small, very tight-niche community yes. uh, that are all affiliated with Twin Galaxies. They've just been backstabbing each other since Pretty much. The 80s. That's, that's, you know... <laughs> And they have children now, and it's insane that they still act this way. Uh, so do they have children? I mean, I, don't I know Billy does because he and his son oh are God. on Twitch. Did does, you not know that? No, I did not. I'm now yeah. finding out about this, and now I have to know. Does uh, he have the Billy hair? I don't know. I didn't look if into it. If he doesn't, it. then fuck him. <laughs> I didn't cause... look into it. Uh, Steve Sanders and his son still try to team up back to back to get high scores on stuff, try to tag team that high score. Little dad it's on, a father and son having bonding time together. What are you doing with our children? Not playing games with them. They get to watch. Daddy gets to have all the fun. And they Ew, have to don't watch. say that. Daddy gets to have all the fun. Cut that out. Future Heather, cut that out. In 1982, arcade games were so popular that Life Magazine was having a photo shoot for the popular arcade players. Ah, okay. Now comes in the picture. Yes. Ladies, get your baby pools. You're going to need them for that splash. Because these pimply-faced <laughs> motherfuckers are ready to take you to pound town. All with their sweet little <laughs> peach fuzz mustaches. And baby smooth chest. <laughs> tight acid wash jeans. So, uh, yeah, including this is Billy and Steve Sanders. Um Billy challenged Steve Sanders to Donkey Kong to prove that 1.2 million was basically impossible because there was a kill screen at a certain point. Mm -hmm. And he beat Steve with the high score of 874,300. Steve Sanders would admit that he lied about his high score. And Mm -hmm. so Billy Mitchell holds the highest score in Donkey Kong. Which these two guys 
become friends, frenemies, and yeah, their relationship no, I'd is. Say they were friends. They have a very odd relationship, especially it's how it's portrayed in this documentary. It's very odd. Like there's, it's not as close as another relationship Billy will have, but no, but it's just it's just very weird, just how you know that like I said, they were very competitive with each other, but then they become these pals and they look out for each other and backstab yeah, one another. And, uh, he has high scores in other games, so Walter kind of takes him under his wing, and I'm not sure why. Because he considers him a prodigy. And brings him along to basically confirm other people's high scores. Yeah, it, it, the big, and, it's a big ring of... Like, well, and Billy has no fucking problem calling you out if yeah. he thinks you're a liar. He's, you know who he reminds me of, now that I'm thinking about it? He's fucking Shooter McGavin. <laughs> He's fucking Shooter McGavin. But not as cool. Shooter McGavin was never cool. Oh, come on. He ate pieces oh. of shit for breakfast. <laughs> he is not cool. A little. <laughs> You're going to tell me that's not cool? <laughs> no. That was... <laughs> Whatever. Go fuck yourself. The arcade bubble bursts. Shocker. Mm-hmm. And Twin Galaxy closes, but they still track high scores. It's basically like Walter making this. Yeah, it's, it's a man, his a man is... in his Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. He's just kind of letting it go. And yeah, that crash was devastating to a lot of people because... What do you do with all these quarters? Well, just that and a lot of jobs. And, yeah. You know, I know my dad uh, actually worked for a company that did uh, some of the joysticks for Root Beer Tapper. And that's when he lost his job there and then got him on his job he was on currently. So Don't even open up a root beer near him. <laughs> He'll just snap. <laughs> it's like nom. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch, not again. So a couple years later, Billy steps away from video games to focus more on the family restaurant before he eventually takes that over. Chicken wings. Just Chicken wings. Just thought I'd say that every time you bring up and the, hot sauce. the family restaurant, I just think of chicken wings. Yeah, he acts like he made this whole restaurant. It's like, okay, your mom made the sauce, yeah. the chicken wing sauce. The hot sauce, I don't know, but I feel like that's not that far of a leap. Two things Billy Mitchell knows. Hot sauce and America. <laughs> but, like, not enough. Like, I thought he'd have, like, you know what, uh, the jean jacket? What are you the talking American about? The American flag on the Every back? Every goddamn tie the man wore was patriotic throughout no, this entire thing. there were some thing. that were, like, weird flowers and some that looked like Those were business casual days. That's, that's business casual days. Fridays. It, it was weird. Also, I don't know if I didn't notice it again until re-watching this. I was like... The man wears a tie a lot. I didn't yeah. really. I and mean, I get it because he's a ties. he's a restaurateur, so maybe that's a thing. It's like ties he got as a teenager that he keeps wearing. <laughs> but it was into just, the two thousands. It was one of those like he go, even when he goes to like one of these events, like he's wearing a tie, and I'm like, maybe it's just a professionalism <laughs> he's classy thing. He wants. You don't yeah, understand that. I guess I get it. I'm, you know, I need to stop he's playing. He should stop playing Destiny in my underwear. That's completely <laughs> not. Oh, really don't not. do that. Steve Weeby had a completely different life. <laughs> he, I really feel bad for him. Billy was the pinball arcade nerd, and Steve is this weird athletic genius. Yeah. He played baseball and basketball through high school and got a BS in mechanical engineering from mm-hmm. the University of Washington. Through the 90s, he basically wor- worked as a testing engineer, and then after he was laid off, he went back to school to earn a master's of education. Yeah, I mean, his wife says it best in the documentary, like, Anything Steve does with his hands, he's a genius at. Like his art, all that stuff, just, you know, baseball, basketball. If he touches it or uses his hands to do it, he can excel and he's a genius at it. Drums, I mean, the man just picks up drums and just starts going. Uh, But after he was laid off, it's kind of like when he had this midlife crisis and got into arcade games. His mom describes him as maybe being autistic, and I could kind of see that. I got the OCD vibe more than autistic. But that could also be part of that. Yeah, but the big thing was uh, kudos to him. Midlife Crisis, and you got into Donkey Kong? (laughs) Not the worst. Jesus, I've definitely seen some Midlife Crises that have gotten way worse than that. (laughs) His poor wife was just like, sure wish he wouldn't hide himself away in the garage playing games while I'm here raising the kids. Yeah, I mean, who does that? I could kick you off so easily. He just gets obsessed with playing Donkey Kong. He's even got like a China marker out making mm-hmm. notes on the cabinet. Like, been there. Fucking beautiful mind shit going yep. on. 
You've seen me play a couple of games and the. the uh, I would leave you if I saw you getting like I gotta do this. this oh, make okay. This then jump, you do not this. need to open up my journal book <laughs> that is inside of my desk that has all my because that's where I put all my notes for all my stuff. For what? For referencing. If I need to reference it, I'm getting older. My mind is deteriorating. My eyesight <laughs> is dying. My wife is leaving <laughs> my me. My wife is leaving me. Yeah, I, but I, I feel a hundred percent for him because. I do the same thing. I have to come home, hang out with the kids, and try to put them to bed. And once they're in bed, I get those couple hours of night to really... When the wife's when not the wife's nagging, not nagging yeah. yeah. I get to play those games that I love and she bitches about so much that I play. <laughs> I wouldn't say bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Also, when you saw him on those tiny drum sets, like, how badly did you want to scream, Play the fuck out of those <laughs> drums, Dale! <laughs> <laughs> and it was the tiny little like Sorry, kids that he's just this is Derek's drum set. Excuse me, it's this little Fisher Price set. That I'm <laughs> like he's just barely on that stool. Yeah. So Steve is living like the ultimate parent life, trying to play games while he's still dealing with his kids, which is super obvious from a tape he sends in of him beating the Donkey Kong high score. Literally, if you have to pick the favorite scene, this is by far one of the coolest and funniest scenes of the whole documentary. He gets the new high score of 1,006,600, but like halfway through the tape is his kid throwing a tantrum and yelling at him. Wipe my butt! (laughs) Daddy, I gotta poo! But the fact that he's dealing with that and, and gets the still manages score. to get the high score is fucking what amazing. Like, how do you not like? Does his wife come home and he just take me to the bedroom? <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but as soon as I hear one peep out of the kids, I'm like, well, I guess I'm fucking done playing. I'll have to re-all do this tomorrow. No, you've. I've definitely had to like, oh, shit. Let's hurry this up. Let's get this done. <laughs> if I'm on a world record, no, I just pa- hear one thing and I'm like, I'm done. Pace, I, I gotta, I gotta keep going. I can't listen to them and but, you know, focus. Like I said, good on him. He was even telling him, he was like, hey man, it's on the verge. If you know, he wanted to be like, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. He even says, De-, he's like, Derek, I'm trying to, break, I'm almost to the world record. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck. Like, Stop playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> so not only did he take the Donkey Kong high score away from Billy. But also Donkey Kong Jr. Junior. Yeah, which I, I, it was cool that that's they just, and that's it. That's all they mentioned. Like the last time they really mentioned Donkey Kong Jr. too. It's like, oh. Because nobody really plays Donkey Kong Jr. I guess, Jr. but that's still a feat. Like, it's one that's of those like things. Miss Pac Man, like, who gives a fuck? <sighs> when you got Pac Man on the line with Billy Mitchell? Miss mm, Pac Man's way more popular. <laughs> it's because she's on that cabinet. Like, hey, boys. Check out these legs. You notice it's Miss and not Mrs. Mm-hmm. She got them tits. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just has a bow. Don't sexualize Pac-Man, please. I'm not. It's Miss Pac-Man. Excuse me. Don't. The one with the janner. So here's where shit gets super shady. One day. <laughs> oh, yeah. This first off. Yeah. This, this One is... day Steve's not home and his wife is on her way out the door. Two guys show up. Apparently sent by Billy, which I definitely took note of that. Mm-hmm. And ask her if they can check out the arcade cabinet. Which, well, wait, wait, no, and no, wait. The wife was not there. No, she was out leaving to go out the door and told him, no, okay. come back when he's home. That's right. And then the mother, her mom so, was yeah. there. Instead, yeah. they wait for her to leave and ask her mom, who's there watching the kids, if they can come in and check the machine. Yeah, psychopaths. What you the know. fuck? How fucking, how fucking crazy is this? Like, how did she not like, just call the cops when she found out anyway? Shit, you're lucky this was not in our state of texas someone would have been fucking shot <laughs> like i don't understand why she didn't just call the cops like yeah that's, the homeowner I mean, that's is not harassment. home that's harassment and, and you're asked to wait for the homeowner like that's fucked up man imagine that what was you think the conversation was when uh, steve got home it was like oh it's even worse because they opened up the cabinet yeah that's what i'm saying it was just like, like coming home and being like, oh, excuse me sir what the fuck are you doing this is my property to make sure it was a legit setup yeah so now we go into this other side backstory thing. This time, Billy versus Roy Schilt, a.k.a. Mr. Awesome. I will not be calling him that. He will be Roy. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the little promo he's video they show dude. is fucking crazy. And he's a weird dude. Yeah, he's definitely a... I got so distracted reading up on him. Yeah, you could be he lost for days. was in Playgirl twice. Mm-hmm. He won to be in it one time with a weird picture that 
they feature in this. And the other was an ad he placed himself featuring him and his phone number for like bachelorette parties and stuff. I mean, and he sent that to Madonna and then claimed she wanted his sperm. Hey, I mean, <laughs> he's Mr. Awesome for a reason. Is he though? He's trying to be. So since you're doing this, the dogs are out here. They're mm-hmm. making a lot of noise. I apologize. So anyway, Roy hates Billy. Billy ruled that his high score in Missile Command wasn't genuine. So ever since then, they've gone back and forth at each other. At some point, Steve's board and his Donkey Kong cabinet went out. And since Steve was trying to beat Billy's high scores, Roy sent him a new board. Mm-hmm. And then Billy compares abortion rights to video game scorekeeping. I caught that too this time. I've never How? caught that before. And I'm like, these things, well, it's, I mean, I get the analogy, but it's a poor analogy. Is it an analogy that <laughs> works? Poor. Because one can kill you mm-hmm. and the other doesn't. But it's, it's the same thing. It's one of those, like, these two guys clearly have a past. They kind of briefly go into it, but it seems like there was, you know, restraining orders. So yes. some shit went down between these two that is pretty bad. Um, Bad enough to where Billy sends his cronies to go look at this board. Which, by the way, I mean, they could have just asked in a letter or something else. Yeah. Hey, can we come? No, no. hey, here's a heads up. We, this is how we do this. No, nothing. Just showing up to this man's house, checking this board, saying, Whoa, Mr. Awesome sent this. But it's not even just that. It's that they're doing this at Billy's command, who has a stake in this. Mm-hmm. Which is bullshit. That's the, yeah. the theme in a lot of this documentary is that it's, it's Billy sends his cronies to go do a deed and, you know, everybody jumps. Everyone jumps to Billy. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Billy said we got to do it. <laughs> anyway, he lost me with the abortion thing. Guess because it's not the original board in the cabinet, they can't accept Steve's scores. I think it's because it's Roy's board. It doesn't matter. But it's not the original. But still, it wasn't the original one. Yeah. It could be. But it's just really fucking shady that the ref who was in charge of checking this stuff and sending people to take pictures just so happened to be the guy defending the old high school. Mm-hmm. So now the challenge is on. Steve asked for a match at Fun Spot in beautiful Laconia, New Hampshire against Billy. By the way, Laconia has been the spot for the New Hampshire Pumpkin Festival since 2015. After the City Council of Keene rejected the permit for the festival to be held there following, quote, riots in the city's neighborhoods in 2014. I still want to go to Fun Spot. It <laughs> seems like it's a cool arcade to go to. Who is having a riot at a pumpkin festival? That's what you missed out on? Fucking <laughs> pumpkin fest gets crazy. Have you seen those chunkin', uh, pumpkin chunkin' yeah. videos? So Some people get pissed. Anyway, um, Billy doesn't show up. But Steve, Steve is playing live in front of people on a sanctioned Donkey Kong machine, so no one can say he cheated. Which, by the way, is one of the hardest Donkey Kong machines to play on, mind you. It's a fact that that Donkey Kong machine is quote-unquote possessed. <laughs> per some of the statements on this, that this is Are by far... Are we getting far, into some Zach Baggins territory right now? By far, this is the dark territory <laughs> we're moving into here with... A Donkey Kong machine. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Is it Brian Coon? What's the guy's? Is that Coons? His? No, it's Brian Coo. Yeah, the man who self-proclaimed retired at thirty. Yeah. So to live in his weird, <laughs> to live cabin. His weird cabin and play video. Which, hey, I mean, that's. I would love to do that. Retire now. I'm thirty-five. But he didn't stay retired for very long. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. If that's, that's part of the whole thing. Is like, how do you retire at thirty? What was your day job there? I don't know. I don't what know. You're in doing. the eighties, I mean, it'd be pretty easy. The eighties. This was this was recent, wasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like, there's I'm, no way this was he's retired at thirty in the eighties. He's got a lot of shit going I just, on. Just there is one guy in this. I don't remember who it was. I just heard what he said and was like, holy shit. He's he goes. But uh, if Steve can pull off 850000 or higher on the machine, that's a good score. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good score. That's right a good score. <laughs> I need to back it up because I got to hear that again. That's a good score. That's a good score. <laughs> Living his best life, that's a good score. That's a good score. There's a really weird moment where Brian Koo goes over to a payphone to call Billy. Oh yes, there's many, and, there's many scenes with Brian Koo calling Billy. But it's the Brian way Koo he handles Billy. it. It's, it's like, just like 
just imagine it's literally just they had to like sit behind a bush <laughs> and film him from an angle so he didn't know he was being filmed even though he's mic'd he's up like, clearly hey uh <laughs> hey billy um i wonder what no, you no, know no. first off billy's phone ring he looks at it and goes Oh, it's fun spot. Like you he, know the number? Oh, yes, he does. I'm sure he gets phone calls from there all the time. <laughs> hey, Billy, we got a shitload of quarters here. <laughs> Brian's like, Steve's here. Keeping an eye on him. Like, Jesus Christ, you're not a cop <laughs> doing a stakeout okay, for a like. murder suspect. It feels, it feels like he's a, a he was deputized a week ago by Sheriff, by Sheriff Billy, Billy, Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. And he's got his Pac-Man little plastic. He's got his little sheriff's badge on. And he's like... But it's, he hey, just Billy, like sneaks um, off to this corner to call him on a payphone because this is like before Steve Weeby's here, <laughs> and uh, I just want to let you know. I'm keeping he's, an eye on him. He's got a score of six thousand. <laughs> he's a madman. <laughs> I tried to do it myself, Billy. I could barely get two hundred thousand. I must. I mean, those fireballs—they'll get you. It also turns out that Brian was one of those dudes who was, I'd say, illegally in Steve's house checking out the machine. Yes. Like, yes, how do you not lose your mind and yell at this dude to stay away from you? Because he is uh, all up on his ass. I think Steve is just that. That's a testament of Steve. He's just a nice guy. He's <laughs> just. He's clearly just wanting to be, wanting to be friends with everybody. Wants to doesn't want to have any. You know. Doesn't want beef. Yeah, I don't want to bullshit around. Wings. I just. I'm literally here just to play Donkey Kong and prove to myself that I could get this score. I'm here for Walter. Yeah, probably. I mean, it wouldn't be, Walter was very cordial with him and. So Brian keeps checking in with his Lord and Master Billy to keep updating him on how Steve's doing. Like, and he's being hey Billy, uh, <laughs> round two here, and he's being such an asshole. Like he sets his cup up on top yeah. of Steve's machine, and then Steve's getting close to the kill screen. He starts going around trying to get a crowd to go over I and assume, put more pressure. Yeah, on I Steve. assume that was to put more pressure. But yeah. the problem is, is it it's going it to have backfired. the yeah because Steve <laughs> thrive you, as you'll see through the documentary. Steve thrives under these kinds of pressure moves, which may explain some things that happen later. But uh, yeah, it's just him walking around. Hey guys, uh, I know you're playing pinball. You gotta get a kill screen. Don't go on kill screen. Which, to be fair, is a achievement in and of itself. I've played Donkey Kong for many years and have never seen a Donkey Fuck Kong nerd. kill screen. <laughs> uh, but the infamous third screen, I've a, I've actually been able to pass a few times. The third screen, anyway. Elevator. All right, nerd alert. <laughs> kill screen, by the way, is basically the end of the game. It's like a bug of leftover code. Yeah, and it just it's like they don't some, have enough to like really end the game. There's not enough memory, yeah, so, so most games just usually just end. It just Like, stops. it's technically not game over. You can uh-huh. still play, but it's not really possible. Pac-Man has one of these as well, where the screen gets really weird with some number glitches and stuff. Yeah. But the, the Donkey Kong kill screen is just a really cool thing that happens. It just looks interesting when it happens. It's, you know, one of those things, seeing it live would be pretty incredible. Would you say... That's a good score. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say that's a good score. And that's I would a good say, score. Hey, Billy, um, <laughs> I got another score. He's gonna he's gonna get a kill screen, Billy, and I'm gonna cut in a editor. Can you put in a uh, cue of the no, McGruber sex too, scene? That's and... too much work. I'm not doing that. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I'm having one. Okay, I'm gonna have All right, to back cut to all this. That. <laughs> I love that they go to Billy, who talks about the Donkey Kong kill screen and he's asked if he knows anyone who's ever reached it and his response is publicly I guess just me shut the fuck up I th- yeah I think that's <laughs> I think that's yeah that sounds it's true I, th- I thought there but were the two others he and he was the third publicly? person yeah I guess it's yeah he's <laughs> I'm sure many people have gotten there before but not publicly and that's the thing is Steve did on the tape. But yeah, oh yeah, and then didn't hear. So it's true testament to Steve. He I did just, a fantastic job. I just want job. you to keep in mind that according to Billy, only scores achieved publicly should count. Mm-hmm. This will come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brian's trying to psych Steve out with the crowd, but that backfires because it ends up picking Steve back up with the energy of the excitement. And Steve reached the kill screen after two hours and 27 minutes. Those ass cheeks. 
and a high score of 985,600. Which puts him ahead of Billy. Yes. So once again, he's beat Billy's high score, and this time it's in public on a sanctioned machine, so fuck you. Yeah, slap in the face right there. Steve did it. And I noticed in the interview after that's announced that Brian no longer has that cocky smile on his oh, face. Oh, no, he immediately fades away. <laughs> and he's, he's even in the, in the thing. He's rooting for Steve to fail. He's like, oh, I hope he doesn't get it so yeah. I can get the one that gets it. It's like, guy, you've been there for how long, how many days, and you <laughs> you come in here all guns blazing. You pushed up a pussy score of 200,000. Get out of here. Bro, Donkey Kong kills green. <laughs> it's coming you up, guys. It? It's, it's coming it? up. That's like when he goes and bothers some dude playing pinball. I like how nobody says anything no, to him. They're all they just, just like, ignore him. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> so while all that was going on, Brian sets up a TV and VHS player and plays a tape handed to him from Billy, where Billy apparently finished a Donkey Kong game with 1,047,200 points. Mind you, this starts with a scene of Billy Mitchell at a la- in an older lady's home. Doris, Doris yeah, she's the Q-Bert. Who's the Q-Bert, and he's basically, I don't know if he's like, he delivers her an arcade cabinet so she could practice. The Q- yeah, and then takes her to the airport and is like, I don't care if you lose your <laughs> luggage, you don't <laughs> lose this. this. But it, it, the thing that it caught me this time was he mentions they've been waiting for a score like this, which yeah. tells me... He, no, he says he's been holding on to this. this. But how many other, how many tapes do you think he has that he's just, I'm holding on to these and all these scores But I like got. it goes to her and she's basically like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> I love him though. He pays for all my stuff. <laughs> I get free chicken wings. Yeah, Doris Self died in a car accident not too long after Well, now I feel this. like shit, so thanks. I'm sorry. She was very, she seemed like a very nice lady and Cupert's a very fun game. She was like the oldest person to ever like mm-hmm. get a high score, mm-hmm. and I she was a flight attendant. Don't know I if anyone's say. ever beaten. Yes. That's, has it been beaten now? Okay, yeah, I'm somebody sure. who worked at an arcade. He was like seventy two. I think she tr- got it again. I'm not sure. That's I saw she another died story in a car for another time. I just I don't sad. care enough about Cuber to give a shit. So she was adorable. She was a very nice lady. But yes, it's very funny just seeing her Billy hand her an envelope saying. I don't give a shit if you perish in this crash, but please. Make sure this tape sees the light of day. I've been holding on to it for a special occasion. So, uh, anyway, he, yeah, they played the tape. He finished a game with one million. A tape that's played for private, a select few only, too, which was weird. Well, what was... What were they doing at the cabin that was invitation only? But then that was this. Show it. it was to do this, and they just had a couple. That was kind of like an after party thing, I guess, for the gamers. Because then, like the next day or something, the timeline's wonky. But mm-hmm. they play it in front of everybody at the arcade place. Yeah, I thought I, was just, I thought that was weird too. Because I was like, wait, weren't they playing where are it? They going? Yeah. Was it? Was he? He had already had his high score, and now he's just. I thought they played it at his cabin, and then. But they also played at the arcade. That may have been for some other. I just know. That's why I was confused. One of my other favorite lines is, "Uh, "Sorry, Billy, I don't want to interrupt this guy. He's got a mean game of ladybug going on." (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to talk to someone. I don't want to talk to this guy because he's got a mean game of ladybug Ladybug. happening. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Everyone, be quiet. Anyway. Billy finished a Donkey Kong game with one million forty-seven thousand two hundred points. So insane score. So Steve showed up to play this in person mm-hmm. to challenge Billy because mm-hmm. Billy's stated tapes shouldn't count, and yet Billy's doing the same thing. Like, yeah. he could be a Republican senator. Oh, just, 100%. He, he may be. You follow these rules. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm, I've am I'm I've been in this game for so long, yeah. I don't have to legitimize I made the myself. law. I don't have to follow it. Yeah. And when Steve asked Brian, like, can I watch the tape? Brian says, no, I played it the one time and you should have been here to watch it, even though you were on a high high score run. Like I thought just, he wasn't allowed to watch it because he just wasn't invited because they didn't want him there. But that's shitty. Well, I mean, I get why they don't like, want him there. Because the they well, I mean, it's the whole thing back and forth, right? Where his wife. But I they think, played it at out. that while he was over playing a game, like yeah. trying to. But that's he's the thing, Trying right? to get high scores. He doesn't want. They don't want him to see what Billy did to get that score because. Yes. But it's but okay for Billy to watch just, his tape to yes. learn how he got that score. Yes. So it's just one of those, you know. So now they accept Billy's new high score, even though Immediately. It's a fucking <laughs> tape and the scores are skipping around. Like, it's not a continuous playthrough. Yeah, I feel like it's within. So I feel like Steve gets the score. Then it's like 30 minutes later. They're like, 
Walter busts out that laptop. Yeah, like it's so shady and shame on Walter for even accepting it th- when it's I think not he realized it after the fact. Because yeah, through. you can kind of see that after the fact he was like, "Okay, I'm kind of sorry." Jumping and, around yeah. the left side gets kind of a little fuzzy. glitchy, and they claim that that's because it's a copy of a copy. But I'm like, bro, send in the real tape. Fake news. Send in the real tape. Ooh. Nine months later, Guinness World Records wants to team up with Walter and Twin Galaxies to start including high scores for classic games in their books, which is fucking huge news because I don't know what it's like now, but those books were so popular when we were kids that the library banned lending them out. Like, you could only read them at the library Hmm. because everybody wanted to read them. That and I Spy books was the same thing. Weird. I mean... (laughs) I just go to a dentist's office if I don't read those I Spy books. But, I mean, kids are kids. Okay, are some of be... us can't afford to go to the dentist. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Fucking rich and rich. I own the Guinness World Records video game edition from 2007. <laughs> I remember because I think I got it for my birthday. Well, some of us grew up with You Don't Know Jack. Because we're classy. Okay, well, I'm just saying. I had the book and I, it was not... As with anything, it's not anyway. a great... Yeah, it was not very well put together, I felt. <laughs> It wasn't put together very well. Fuck you. I know it's not visual podcast, but jerk off hands. <laughs> Can you make that into a shirt? <laughs> jerk off hands. I, I, need that, I need a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> jerk off hands. So Steve is energized to get back in to try to beat Billy's high score. And I definitely noticed his wife sitting next to him, like with this far off look in her <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Like this shit like not again. again. We were we were done. We were done, Steve. God damn it. You got the high score. You were on the fucking news. What else do you What's need? What's wrong with your eye? Are you crying? No. Okay. thought it was getting up to you. Guinness is hosting a tournament in Hollywood, Florida, which is Billy's hometown. Mm-hmm. So Steve challenges him again to a match. And, and it's friendly challenge. This is like he called him. Because like, hey, I don't Billy. even... They say tournament, but it was like... The high school people just like hanging out. It was out. just kind of a hangout. Yeah. yeah, it was more like it a. It didn't seem serious. Just a Guinness thing of like, hey, come, come watch. Meet us. We'll come watch the people that are going to do these, that did these records and watch them play live. It's Remember cool. us from the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> and Billy Mitchell. I want to say they recreated that photo from the uh, magazine uh, spread. Uh, yeah, Billy doesn't fucking show up again, even though he literally dropped Steve Sanders off there. Yeah. I think he... Sh- <laughs> doesn't he show up on the... Uh, no, this is yeah, we'll a later one, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a dick. This is and day one, yeah, and they're like, he didn't come in. He can't say he's busy because even his own wife and parents are like, he's flexible and has plenty of time. Yeah. There's days we show up at the restaurant he's not here. There's, I don't know if this is later on or if it's right here where they question his wife. Have you ever seen Billy do anything live and she's like no <laughs> yeah never once seen him play anything live and i'm like that's weird i don't think it was a competitively play that's what i'm saying well yes that's a what i meant like yeah. she's never it's like that's odd yeah you think there's much time well that maybe they would he be. does but she doesn't go <laughs> she's <laughs> like i'm different. fucking tired of seeing these two if i hear him one more time if i hear the fucking waka 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 i'm gonna kill somebody <laughs> Like, I, I just don't understand how he says he's not a bad guy and it's just the editing, but... He comes across pretty shitty. Did you just show up each time yeah, and, they and, the, and they magically edited yeah. you out? No, What's it's, it just sounds, you know, he, it just sounds like he's just not wanting to be there because he's like... He doesn't oh, want to lose. I don't want to lose He in wants to be the champion. Yeah, and it, it, it's his image, right? That's what people say. Walter has said it, it's, it's a, like Twin Galaxies wants Billy because Billy is the face of video games for that time frame. Bro, you have your own like restaurant business that's quite successful and hot sauce and just just stick with that. Did he ever have hot sauce called Pac Man Fever? Would that not be? <laughs> I mean, he probably no for it's hot sauce, <laughs> but fever. for it had probably some pun play on that. But I don't know. I never really researched the hot sauce because I think it was just because Pac Man Fever. Um. So since he's so busy, Steve goes to Billy's restaurant he's the fucking owner of and billy isn't there like it's so dumb you can't say you're busy doing what buying american flag ties <laughs> oh or maybe it's going to the salon to get that sweet hair taken <laughs> care of i really wanted him that mullet you know to what flip i'm talking it back, about like yes. joe not joe dirt well joe yeah, dirt, dirt too, too. But, uh, flick it tiger back. king yeah what's his name i just remember joe tiger, tiger king, king. <laughs> what's his name? joe exotic <laughs> joe exotic yeah. that's it 
Joe Tiger King. <laughs> so Steve Sanders calls Billy to let him know and keeps saying that Steve showed up unexpectedly and uninvited, which, bitch, it's a public, it's a public restaurant, restaurant where yeah. the main dish is fucking chicken wings. I mean, like, I'm sure somebody was like, hey, man, do you want to go see Billy's restaurant? And he was probably like, all right, that sounds well, pretty Well, by cool. this time, you could just Google it. <laughs> So, this is the internet time. Yeah, but it's again, yeah, it's a public place. He had it. He there's no disbarring. It's not like <laughs> again, they're all like, is Steve Weeby a monster? <laughs> no, he went with his wife and kids for God's sake. Yeah, they act like it's Forrest Gump. Seats yeah. taken. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like shut the fuck up, and they had to like exit out the back. And, <laughs> So eventually Billy shows up at the tournament place. Like the, it's For several days, seconds. but he shows up with his wife and does that teenager thing of seeing their crush. Like, Oh, we'll just stare at this thing. See if he notices us. Oh, I don't think he saw me. Let's get closer. And then Steve just casually says, Hey, how's hey, it going? Billy, how's it going? And Billy just pulls his wife along and says, there's certain people I don't want to spend too much time with. Yeah. Like, fuck grow you, the fuck frick. up. <laughs> Like, let me just walk around and show off my big titted wife, which, hey, good for you. I guess. I mean. <laughs> and then talk some shit with an earshot and then yeah. do nothing. That's just, Yeah, it just, again, it's one of those that's like, oh, they made me out to be a bad guy. I was like, bro, you said the line. <laughs> we saw your mouth yeah, moving. Yeah, it's not like they, they edited together 40 different things and somehow <laughs> spliced it together to make it sound like you said that. You literally, there are certain people yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> You clearly said there's certain people I don't really want to see, and it's like you sit right next to Steve, only guy sitting there. <laughs> Who didn't there's say three go of, fuck yourself? Yeah, there's three empty seats. Go eat a dick. Like, it was hey Hi, Billy. Billy, how's it going? <laughs> fuck you, man. You know, if anything, Steve I assume looks up to Billy, considering he's the champ. You know, yeah. that's that's kind of like a big deal to like meet your idol, and then you find out your idol's a complete piece of shit. <laughs> so yeah. Billy doesn't want to lose in public, which is dumb, because, like, you lose your score, you try again. It's yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I don't know if it's the thing, or if he's, since he's never lost, it, that if he does lose... Like, he's never this, lost in his life, and yeah, he doesn't and, know how he, he can handle it. Yeah, and he doesn't know how he can handle it, and yeah. he's afraid he's going to be unhinged, and... I don't know. These other people cover for him, so they can make sure this doesn't happen, because if Billy gets mad, the whole place is going to shit. <laughs> so... At the end of that, uh, Walter announces that because Steve is such a great player, he's so dedicated, Good Twin guy. Galaxies will accept any tapes he sends in. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's when I'm just like, oh, Walter sees the error of the ways of <laughs> yeah. what the fuck happened here. And maybe we should probably let other people be in on this. Because if we don't, this is going to go bad real fast. They interview Steve Sanders. And he's like, yeah, Steve Weeby seems like a great guy, great player. Oh. And he's dedicated, and Billy's Best witty retort, thing. I'm not familiar enough with the situation. Yeah, fuck you. What do you mean you're not familiar? You were incredible. such a stupid fucking line. But even, like, Again, Steve Sanders, the look on his uh, face, yeah, he like, like, he's what? just like, I don't know what to... Yeah, how do I, I, don't, I can't respond I to, can't piss off this guy. He's right this next to This is literally a, a fucking <laughs> statement of the year right here. Again... I don't. I, they made me portrayed as a villain as a bad guy, and I'm like, bro, you fucking said this shit yourself. <laughs> you said this in an interview again. It, I'm not familiar with the situation. What the fuck do you mean? It's the situation you involves and this you other and this guy. other guy. <laughs> well, how much more familiar do you need to be? Explain this to me. How does your fucking restaurant work? <laughs> God, I bet you just, is the turnover rate just insane. I don't know. Like I can't work with that man. He he can't even. <laughs> He doesn't even understand. I brought up that, you know, I took a pair of that, some cold chicken wings back. He threw them in my face and said, we don't accept that. And I I'm don't not understand. I'm not familiar with the situation. situation. Get out of here. So Steve gets home and receives an email from Walter basically saying like, hey, I'm sorry you got fucked over. <laughs> now that nice, we've stepped nice away way, and yeah, seen the situation. Now that this has been done and we've kind of noticed this. Like it's. Not much, but at least the situation is it's being an acknowledged. Yeah. yeah, you said tape scores weren't good enough, so he mm-hmm. does it live, and then you go and accept someone else's tape score. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't even good tape score evidence. Yeah, and they never, That's they the never worst. go back to it as like, did he ever submit the real tape? You know. Yeah. And he makes a mention of like other tapes, yeah. so I'm assuming he's again, like I said, I assume he's got a room of tapes 
with fucking scores written on them, and they just incrementally go higher. And he's like, "Well, well, just time to release the the, (laughs) time to release the Pac-Man one million score again. This one's one million two hundred (laughs) thousand. I got all the way up to one million eight hundred thousand, and I'll just release them in sequences as somebody beats these." So, yeah, this is kind of like the end of it. The last little part of this film is that on August 3rd, 2006, day before before your birthday, birthday. Steve submits a tape of him scoring 1,049,100 points. So, again, he won. But they take the tape this time, at least. Yes. (laughs) So, now we go on to all this shit that has continued to happen after this movie. It's a lot of back and forth between Billy and other people. Mm-hmm. There's many lawsuits, so I'll just kind of try to sum all this up because we're getting pretty late. So as of July 2010, Billy claims he set a new record of Donkey Kong at 1,062,800 points. It has since been surpassed many, many times by other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now That's there's, like, I don't there's understand. a handful of people now that are in the, the Donkey Kong race. Yeah. Eminem's got like a score of like over six hundred thousand, which I thought was interesting. I mean, he's like, got a lot he's, of time like, in his hands. One of the top like hundred players or something. Hey, cool, good on him. Um, the current champ is Robbie Lakeman at mm-hmm. one million two hundred seventy-two thousand eight hundred, so over two hundred thousand more which than is Billy's. Crazy! I didn't even <laughs> think these numbers could get this high. Last known Kong. score. Anyway, in February 2018, Donkey Kong Forum removed the record Billy's and then Twin Galaxies followed suit two months later after an investigation ruled Billy did not use an original unmodified version of Donkey Kong arcade hardware. Yep. (gasps) I mean, that's huge news because then it wasn't just Billy. Now there were other people that were starting to have stuff come out saying... Well, wait a minute. You didn't didn't use legitimate hardware. I think there's one like pole position... Uh, one of the guys that did pole position, I may be talking on my ass here, but uh, his score was wrong because he was using a ROM instead of using legit hardware. Well, then one of the guys who was in this, I couldn't remember, said he got a score on something that people like modded, modded, modded stuff still could not even get I think get that's, that's, that's that pole score. position. I'm pretty sure that's the pole position. It wasn't called pole position. It was called something else. Oh, I thought that it was a racing one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he said he I got like 4.1 and everything yeah, was like, it, it's like, not they're like, possible Even with a modded board, all. you can't even fucking yeah. do this. It's insane. <laughs> How did you do this? And to this day, I don't know. I think they removed his score as well. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, because it was ones. also... <clears throat> of course, all these people are friends. Mm-hmm. So one ref would submit points for like one of his friends. The dark circle. Don't say that. I thought a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> they also banned any future scores submitted by him after stating that three of his million high, million point high scores had not been made on original unmodified circuit boards. An analysis suggested his game rendered as if it was played in emulation. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That seems prominent, considering now the way emulation works yeah, it's and the so technology easy. is so yeah. easy to do it. And you can literally frame by frame move <laughs> yeah. and make these you know, pinpoint precision moves and get your score up even higher. And if you're recording it, you can just kind of speed it up. Just, you know, oops, I got killed. Just rewind it real quick and edit that back and... So after some lawsuits in 2020, Guinness reversed their decision and reinstated his records. He is very litigious, as I've stated, including suing Cartoon Network for a character on regular show that he says used his likeness without permission. Did you see this picture? Who the hell is that? Do you remember season two when they were playing video games against that guy? Oh, he did not look like Billy Mitchell. He just has long hair. That's the only thing. He lost that one, by the way. Um, it's just a dude with long hair and beard who tried to be Mordecai Rigby at a game. Like, unless Billy explodes after losing his high score, I don't see the connection. Oh, yeah. I, I'm remembering the episode now. Isn't yeah. that one with, like, a giant head? It was like, yes. wah, wah, wah. Yeah, okay. And then he, like, just explodes. Uh, that episode was awesome. If you, hey, you guys haven't watched regular show? Watch regular <laughs> it's show. It's on HBO. That show was awesome. It's but, not yeah, for, it's I, for I kids, but it's not for kids. I don't see how... No, that it's, used it's his likeness. I mean, maybe he's just throwing, you know, lawsuits out until one of them sticks. I don't know. Uh, spoilers for that episode <laughs> that came out <laughs> over 10 years ago. 
Uh, Walter left Twin Galaxies in 2010 to pursue a music career. Couldn't find anything. No. <laughs> which is weird because so did Steve. He released... Wait, what? His Christian album. Ooh. Do you want to take a guess what the album's called? Not Without My Kong? The King of Song in 2009. Do you get it? <laughs> because it was... Turn this off. The King of Kong. Yeah, it's just turn but this off. But he said The King of Song. Good night, everyone. <laughs> and it's a Christian album, so I guess the king could also be Jesus? I don't know. He I has also risen. hold on. Whoa, it gets better. I also saw somewhere that Steve joined My Chemical Romance on stage for a drum solo. Are you fucking kidding me? This is <laughs> this was in an interview with Steve. <laughs> how did I, I never heard of any of this? This is insane. My mind is being blown right now. Um, My Chemical Romance really into Donkey Kong. I don't know. I watched an interview with Brian Koo from a few years ago where he's trying to defend how he was presented in the movie and that he's not a lackey of Billy's. Bullshit. While Billy is sitting behind him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I that's will... true. He may not be a lackey. He may just, you know. No, if you watch the interview, I will try to remember to link it in the show notes. I need to watch this now. It's weird the way Brian will answer a question and then he kind of looks over at Billy. And oh, is it Billy... that like little eye glance? Like the little just... And then Billy is also like constantly popping in with something to say. Like I That's think I read that weird. they had interviewed like Billy, and then they interviewed Brian. But Billy stayed in the room. Yeah, why is he standing right there <laughs> playing games? It's one of those. It's the best. Wait, 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 what game was it though? That's crucial. I wasn't paying attention. God damn it! <laughs> Miss Pac-Man. No, I don't remember. <laughs> it was Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Junior. What was the one with math? I thought that was Donkey Kong. Is that Donkey Kong yeah, Jr.? Means, like, yeah, Donkey Kong Jr. 3 or something like that. <laughs> Playing that one. Excuse me, Plus let me go. Two. Fuck. I got it in my collection. Let me go look. <laughs> I was not good at math, all right? It was the only way I could learn. And Brian wants you to know, he didn't break into Steve's house. Steve was there. He asked for permission. They took pictures together. I'm like, where are these pictures? I mean, they may have. It's just either either way, it was creepy that they showed up. <laughs> like, regardless if Steve said, yeah, come on in. Let's look. And then they're like, take out your board. <laughs> and he's like, what? Excuse Let me see me. that board. Let me see that board. You may have gummed up the works <laughs> in this board here. Tried to find more updates on Robert Murzik, a.k.a. Congressman Roger Furlong from Veep, because that's who that guy looks like. <laughs> but everything I found was he left Twin Galaxies in 2006, and there were, like, interviews with him, but they were all, like, two hours long, and I did not have the time <sighs> to listen to him. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, I mean, I'm not saying Twin Galaxies is dead. I mean, it's still obviously a live website, and people still do it, but... I feel like that portion of competitive gaming is now done. Yeah. I mean, there's still people that break records. I mean, they just do other stuff. I mean, if anything, speedrunning is now the but new... But they use speedrunning more for, like, charity mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I mean, they try. I mean... That's not just egos. <laughs> oh. Okay, one's, well, I guess you haven't seen the last couple <laughs> speedrun marathons that I've been watching. Which, by the way, if you have it and you have any interest in that, that stuff's really cool to watch. I can attest I watch it all the time. I yes. think it's really cool. and Sometimes it's very interesting to watch, especially when it's games that I've put then hours in. Then you'll get that in. annoying person on there where it's like... Oof. Oh, I'm not going to talk about it because it's many years ago, but if you watch some of the first couple speedrunning charity marathons, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about when you hear Yellow Shirt Guy. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Or the girl who left her chair and the guy sniffed it. No, that was that was a couple of years ago. But yes, that was pretty gross. Uh, <laughs> Truth was the guy that was made that really loud. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody looked at him like, "Dude, shut the fuck up!" Yeah, there's, um, there's, God, we keep going off. I told um, you I could talk for hours. About yeah, this the stuff. proper music. I I think it's a Polish name. I don't know. He still shows up at conventions mm-hmm. and collects erotic artwork. Cool. <laughs> Just a factoid I found. 
there were accusations. This is one of the guys where there was accusations of another rev submitting false records, including some for him. But trying to find it on message boards and yeah, stuff, I that mean, shit's, shit's been all, wiped because yeah, it was so long now. ago. That's the problem with a lot of this stuff. It's all gone. Yeah. Twin Galaxies has changed hands many times. Yeah. Yep. And at some point, you had to pay to submit your scores. Yeah. I remember that. Um, Which, I mean, that sucks, but... No, it makes it... it, um, it yeah. It's, it's funding um, the... But when I was looking at it today, I think it's free, but you have to, like, earn the right to submit by yes, getting points from, like, points. being yeah. on message boards. It's kind of like a thing of, like, hey, do you really, if you, you want to be legit, you need, to, yeah. you need to be on here and participate and not just drop with the way the technology is now just up oh, drop a score mm, that's not how yeah. it works but this this stuff delves into how it is today with there are god probably dozens and dozens of discord servers of people doing this kind of crap and you hear about it every day of this guy got it by like guy, a tenth of a second yeah and, and now they've submitted it and it's went through and 30,000 people are now dissecting it frame by frame to make yeah. sure he didn't use an emulator and yeah, it's insane at the amount of passion that goes into it. Which kudos to them. Kids. I just want to play a game. I don't want. <laughs> yeah, I really. Don't. I don't want to stress. That's why I like the games I play. I'm like, I don't want to stress. No, I mean, I just want to hit the vape and zone I've, out. I've dabbled into into high score stuff in my early teens. You know, I had I had the record in the town I lived in for the fastest completion <laughs> for Resident Evil Two. So you know, I had that going for me. You can you can stop giving me that look <laughs> of disgust. Yeah, who did I marry? <laughs> hey, we ate a lot of Domino's pizzas, and we oh, cleared. Score Domino's. Oh, that's all when they were in the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> just eating Domino's. Eating Domino's like, pizza. Oh, man, I want Domino's. Busting out some Resident Evil Two. We went and not a lady to be found in that room. <laughs> not a lady except for the ladybug. Not a lady to be found in the six six mile radius. <laughs> except for like. When Steve brought his wife and kids. That's the closest those guys ever got to a woman. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's going to be it. Yeah, I mean, there's like I said, there's not much else. It just kind of just comes to an end, and it's like, hey, yeah. by the way, he got the score just a couple months later, and then it just train wrecks around from there. And then last, it sounds like Steve Weeby's not really into that anymore. He's got a whole other career going on now, and... What kind of kids to teach? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's how all these things eventually just get out of it. And, you know, like I said, it's... It just reflexes aren't as quick. Like yeah, the guy with the sweet uh, driving oh, glove sweet on. Oh, driver's glove was pretty cool. We didn't the, even did you that. see the one asshole who had his foot up on the ball? No. Yeah. That's weird. Playing Marvel Madness, was that what he was... I think it, it was one of those. It was very quick. I was like, oh, dude, Gross. come on. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's like I said, this is a cool documentary. It was cool to relive that again and watch it again and just kind of remember that, you know. This was, I like, I really kept putting it off because I was like, I do not want to see Billy Mitchell again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the cockiness. But it got me, it's, it's funny. So I rewatched it again today and then it got me thinking again. I was like, man, I want to, I want to play something again oh and try no to speed did this it. backfire on me i want to i want to start i mean as you know i've been casually building my collection again you asshole <laughs> so i could get some more stuff again but maybe i'll have to bust out some silent hill 2 speed running God. catch me on twitch live Shut next friday <laughs> brought to you by rage shadow legends <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> enter doctomy pod for 2069 yeah. 2.5% off at checkout. Yeah, and you will get your five Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends characters <laughs> fully maxed out. Alright, well, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We're going to go listen to the King of Song now. <laughs> Fuck you. No, we're not. Hey, if this episode does well, maybe I'll be on some more. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Uh, I will be back next week with Kat. Mm. I... I'm always I here. That's the fun part. Is the, the cool thing that people never know. I'm always here. I'm just in the other oh room. God, I don't remember. Oh, the girl in the picture is what we're covering next week. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is on Netflix. But this ha- has been King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. 
hey, I, I got a handful of other documentaries I've been trying to. <laughs> I got a handful, a handful of, of dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, if people download this one and express interest, I'll be back. And it's so weird. Nobody downloaded it. It's <laughs> what you're So tell weird. Me. Negative. I really want to do. Negative listening. I really want to do so the. Uh, I wanted to get all three of us. I wanted you guys to watch the documentary on the Dune movie that never was. Oh my god, I, have I seen find that. that very fascinating, and I think that is a great documentary. I had to try it a couple of times because I kept falling asleep. I know it is it's, so soothing. It's, it's it's the yeah, it is definitely a slow documentary, but it's one that I consider to be actually the only other the only other documentary yeah, I've seen in a fucking theater. It's the only one, and it's funny because the two that I've watched have both been in theaters. I mean, well, you've seen. Well, you didn't see it in theater, though. Like, Wonderful Whites, you've seen Oh, that. I've seen plenty yeah. of these, yeah, just in passing. But yes, in theater, no, just these two. That was it. Anyway, <laughs> this has been fun. Thank you for joining me this week. And Kat needed a rest. She says yeah, she, she doesn't. She, she did. Yes. Just deal with kids being well, sick. I mean, yeah, sick. and that's that's why I'm. That's why we have these backup ones. So I joined in on the ones that she can't be in on. So. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Go Blue Jays. Shut up. <laughs> we don't even live in Canada. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Hi. Thank you for listening to Talk to Me. The opening music is by Twisterium. For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at talktomepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at talktomepod and find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you.